episode of the Real and Radiant podcast. My name is Jaira, your host, and how are you? How's your day? How's your night? Wherever you're tuning in from, I'm always so glad and grateful you can be here with me for just a few moments of your day. And before I get into episode four, I wanted to share a couple things. One, I'm sorry we don't have video for this episode. Unlike um, episode three, the gyra in episode two with my skin struggles is definitely the same gyra in episode four right now. I've been to so many dermatologists and doctor's appointments since uh, that last ep- that episode and it is a struggle, but we are pushing through. And so right now I just kind of want my face to breathe. But to be honest, that's what I like most about podcasting. You can be in your PJs, which is my current situation right now, makeupless and hair up in a bun. And all you need is your voice to work, right? So um, hopefully in future episodes, we can get video going again. Um, Just not today. Sorry. And then secondly, uh, in regards to my skin, I've been receiving so many wonderful comments and messages from that um, episode, from the skin struggle episode. I wanted to share one from a lady and she shared it on her Instagram stories and she said, This podcast is such an encouragement. If you struggle with your skin, listen to this. You're not alone. Been struggling with my skin allergies slash asthma recently again, but hopeful and reminded that God heals. Girl, I feel you. I am with you. And you're absolutely correct. You are not alone in this. I literally have exactly what you're going through right now. So... Thank you for sharing. I'm so glad you were encouraged by it and it helped you. And honestly, that's the whole purpose of Real and Radiant Podcast and what my prayer and desire has been for it since the beginning. So, and then I also wanted to share another one, um, not, not skin struggle related, but it's actually a message from my friend, Ina. And she messaged me on, on Instagram. She said, Hi, Jaira. Just wanted to say that I've been meaning to listen to your podcast, and I finally did. I listened to the first episode, and I was smiling all throughout. I really believe you were meant to do this, and I'm happy for you that you did. It was so good and real, which was what I loved the most about it. And you sound amazing. Just wanted to say that and encourage you to keep going. You have a strong message from God, and you wouldn't know whose life you touch by sharing it praying for you. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I'm that really encourages me. Funny enough, when I moved back to the Philippines in 2018 and I was trying to rebrand my blog Fashion Meets God at the time, her boyfriend then, now husband, was helping me through that process and I remember him saying, "Why don't you start a podcast? You should definitely start a podcast." And I just remember once those words came out of his mouth, the only thoughts I could think to myself were absolutely not. Heck to the no, not going to happen. Podcasts are for like super professional people, not for me, no. And I never even gave it a second thought. And well, fast forward four years later and here we are four episodes deep. So I'm super thankful for both of you. I love you guys. I miss you guys. 
isn't it funny and interesting how life and moments like that even just don't make any sense at all and then eventually you find yourself in those those moments and in those seasons and you never expected it i want to give background as always on a season that didn't make sense at all so confusing and eight reflections i really had to ask myself and really work out with the lord with and it's really helped me to become more content in the season i'm in so let's rewind to 2016 i was living in california rooming with my best friend basically my sister and it was the best time we were out on our own trying to make it in one of the greatest places in the world the dynamic duo these two midwestern filipina girls just driving around la in my little blue 2007 2007 chevy aveo and we you know we worked through the week went out with friends on the weekends took spontaneous trips to venice beach or santa monica which was a big deal for us after living in the cold, wintry state of Michigan our whole lives, okay? Or just walking downtown LA. And we had our challenges, obviously. We saw the best and worst of each other. Tears were shed here and there. But nonetheless, it was an incredible time and I loved it. End of 2017, my parents had an opportunity to go back to the Philippines for a business opportunity. And in just a few months later, they both quit their jobs, packed up their lives after almost 40 years of living in the U.S. And they moved back to Aklan, which is a province in the Philippines where my dad is originally from. I decided to help them start this business and uh, they actually asked me if, if I can help them and I wanted to be that good daughter too. But my mind was set that I would only be in the Philippines for three months and then I'd go back to California, living the life I was loving, the place I was really calling home. Those three months turned into six months. Six months turned into one year. One year turned into two. And my friends in the U.S. who kept asking me when I was coming back, those questions eventually stopped. Fast forward four years, four years, I'm still here. 2019 was really rough because I thought for sure I'd be back and I just couldn't call Manila home at that time. Not to mention, I was still trying to make a long distance relationship work with my boyfriend at the time. Then when 2020 came and the pandemic hit, I almost felt a little relief and like the pressure was off because traveling was basically obsolete. And I just thought to myself, okay, God, you just, you must want me here for just a little, little longer. But 2021 for sure, for sure we're going back. Then 2021 flew by and hello, 2022. So what happened? Oh God, in the most loving and compassionate way ever, he just said, Skrr, girl, you really thought, huh? You thought you'd be back, <laughs> but that's not what, that's not what's happening. That's how God talks to me sometimes. Okay, but really deep, deep, deep down, I knew 
I know God wants me here. Even then, back then, during the days, I'd just have to hold back some tears or at night when I'd cry in such discontentment, I knew that he had me here for a purpose. Now, some of you might be asking, why don't you just go back? Like, if that's really what you desire, that's what you want, why don't you just go back? And I get why people would ask that because in our culture and society, if we want something so bad, you'll just work hard, you'll save up, you'll plan ahead, you'll make it a goal, you get it done and you do it. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, especially if the intention is good and pure. But at the same time, my faith says God's plan over my plans, God's will over my will, God's desires over my desires. And one of the first verses I ever memorized when I was a little girl and a verse I had to really put into practice during the season and believe in was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Sometimes we won't feel like we're prospering, and that's not just financially, by the way. Sometimes we will feel hopeless, And sometimes it just won't make any sense at all. But in Psalm 32, 8, he says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. And, you know, actually being in circumstances that don't make any sense at all, and it was unexpected, is pretty much the norm when it comes to the Christian faith. Like if you've grown up in the church most of your life, right? You hear the stories all the time about either a pastor leaving the mega church he founded to serve and minister to people in third world countries or men and women in corporate America leaving their six, seven figure jobs to work and serve full time in ministry because they really believe that that's where God is calling them. It doesn't make sense to them, but it makes perfect sense to God. So, What's your story? Have you moved to a new city or state because of work and you just can't get acclimated yet? Or maybe you lost your job or something, someone came to disrupt your life. You don't know what your next step is at all. Or have you just found yourself in a new season you'd so rather not be in and you don't like it and you're already trying to plan and figure your way out of it? Well, I want to share these eight reflections. I mentioned that I really had to um, work out and really ask myself almost on a daily basis, if we're being honest. These don't come in any specific order except for the first one because the first one literally was the spiritual slapping I I probably needed (laughs) when God asked me this, when God really revealed this to me. And the first one is, are you creating an idol out of the thing you desire most? So if you're wondering what an idol is, because it sounds very ancient sounding, right? Well, according to desiringgod.org, idolatry or an idol is the thing loved or the person loved more than God, wanted more than God, desired more than God, treasured more than God, enjoyed more than God. So it can be a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It could be good grades. It could be the approval of other people, success and business. 
It could be sexual stimulation. It could be a hobby or a musical group. And to me, it was the U.S. And I was constantly thinking of the United States. I was constantly thinking of my ex at the time. I was creating fantasies and scenarios in my head of what I wanted to come to pass and what I believed would happen until I watched a YouTube video of one of our church's pastor's wives and her story was so similar to mine where she, I believe she grew up and lived in New York City and when she met her boyfriend at the time, now husband, who was Filipino, they met in college and they got married and they eventually moved back to his home country, the Philippines. And she said that it was so hard for her to get acclimated and to transition to the the Philippines. I, I can't even imagine because she's like a purebred American. She has blonde hair, blue eyes, pale, beautiful skin. At least for me, like I'm pure Filipino and I look (laughs) like I'm really meant, like I really belong here. So she just mentioned how hard it was for her to adjust here. And she so missed her home back in the States. And she wanted nothing more than to be back with her friends and her family. And then she mentioned that God also revealed to her that she was making New York City as an idol. And I was so encouraged by her testimony. Me being me, I I actually DM'd her on Instagram. This was on August 3, 2019. I messaged her saying, Hi, I just watched your testimony on YouTube when you talked about NYC becoming an idol. And I just wanted to say thank you for sharing because through it, God spoke to me and said, I've made my recent home in California and the U.S. in general an idol too. I moved to the Philippines January 2018 and until now have really been struggling and deeply wanting to move back to the States. But because of your testimony, I feel so much more confident in knowing and trusting that God puts us in certain places for a greater purpose. Thank you again, and may God continue to use and bless you and your family. And she actually responded that same day. She said, praise God, and thank you so much for your kind and encouraging words. I hope the transition gets better. God knows exactly where you should be. God bless. That, man, that still hits me even today. Phew. Have you, friend, been making the thing you want? most in life an idol or the season you desire an idol number two is bloom where you are planted i've always loved that quote that saying so i did not make that up by the way but i do want to mention that i did not start off that way at all in fact i felt like i was the opposite of blooming actually that time when i messaged her August 2019 was really one of the darkest moments of my life here. I wouldn't say I was depressed because, and I I never want to state that when I know people are really going through the real deal and are clinically depressed, but it was a really dark time in my life where it was so hard to even get out of bed and lots of suicide 
came to my head. And so after that message exchange with her, I think I was really ready to just step out and God allowed it to be so. And I always wanted to be involved in other things outside my parents' business. I wanted to be involved in ministries and that's exactly what happened. I started getting involved with our missions ministry and of course our women's ministry and by God's grace, I've, I've been growing where I've been planted. So are you blooming where you've been planted in this season? Number three is be patient with knowing the purpose of your season. You'll see it eventually. God will show it to you eventually. Definitely not right away. Usually not right away at least. It wasn't until year three I saw the fruit of year one and two. I'm seeing how God has been moving in the women's ministry I'm serving in, um, especially during the pandemic. We have seen such a, a growth, not only nationwide, but even satellites internationally that want to uh, set up their own satellite there in their country, which is so awesome. And then even in my own small group, we're about 50 plus ladies down ladies deep in our d group as we call it and so of course with that i had to grow in leadership and really work on work and improve in my leadership skills and even with my parents you know besides the business that they started i've never seen them serve in ministry to the capacity they are now until when they move back here to the philippines like they're always constantly giving to others in so many different ways. So uh, we would not have seen that on day one, right, of our, our day one here in the Philippines. And it's not until now that, you know, years later, we actually see and start to understand why God had brought us here in the first place. So be patient. Number four, ask yourself, what ways, even if it's just one, have I changed for the better? So for me, um, I must say I've, I've grown in compassion and perspective with the poor here and poverty here. I would never want to compare U.S. poverty and the Philippines poverty, but it's really hard here. It's it's a different ball game here. And I've just grown, you know, perspective on the poor in a third world country here. And another one is patience. I, I live in Metro Manila, so it's very much city-like, but it's not as go, go, go as it is in the U.S. where you literally have something penciled in and scheduled out for every moment of your day. And people aren't that wired here that way. So I've had to be patient with that and uh, not force people or force situations into my own schedule. So how... Have you been changing for the better in your season now? Number five, how can I use this season as a preparation for my next season? This kind of relates to number four, but the things that you've learned or changed for the better for so far, how can we make sure we don't repeat those things or go back to it in our next season? Because the beauty about seasons is that they're temporary. They're not permanent. So we know that we are going to have another season after this one if I if ever I do move back to the U.S. or I move somewhere else I wouldn't want to become incompassionate or is that a word incompassionate I wouldn't want to become less compassionate and lose perspective on poverty just because I'm not living 
in such a a poverty-stricken country. And I wouldn't want to become impatient just because I'm not living here either, if ever. So how can you use this season as preparation for your upcoming season? Number six, God may be protecting you. God may be protecting you from the thing, the place, the person, situation you desire most because he ultimately knows what's best for us what's best for you i always say this to those close to me and like real close to me and since this is the real real and radiant podcast i think that if i would have stayed any longer in california i'd probably get pregnant at one point yes out of wedlock and i I, okay, I know some people just gasp a little bit. Some listeners are a little stunned. I'll give you a moment, right? But this is the real and radiant podcast. We're going to get into it. We're we're going to talk about the realities of what's happening within the church body too, okay? And the radiant Jaira, you may know today, was not always so radiant. She was dull and dim and dark. I'm trying to think of other antonyms of radiant, but I've definitely had my broken seasons before where I was living on my own terms, living my own life. I had a twisted understanding of what freedom is when true freedom is really found in the hope and love of Jesus Christ. Now, okay, I know I can't know that for sure if I would have gotten pregnant, right? And yes, I know that if that did happen, God could still have made a beautiful redeeming story out of that. But let's be honest, it wouldn't have been easy. God was probably protecting me from more stress, which would cause more breakouts on my face, which is the last thing your girl needs right now, right? So he not only took me out like a city away, he took me out a whole country away, 8,000 miles away. (laughs) And it was hard at first, sure. But I am grateful that he did. And I'm thankful for the transforming power that he did in my life. And I know he can do, or maybe he's already done in your life too. So what is God? What do you think God is protecting you from? Number seven, don't be afraid to make new friends and new relationships in your new season. Sometimes I think we want to hold on to what we've known and who we've known in past seasons. And then we try to like, push them and fit them into our new season and it could we could be missing out on great friendships and relationships if we don't step out now of course you know staying friends with you, you with your friends you know from your past life or like f- former seasons is not a bad thing but we can't shouldn't we shouldn't hold on to them so strongly and grasp onto them and cling on to them so hard that we're not open to making new friends here, new relationships in our new season. I know I've made some lifelong friends here who have been walking through life with me so far and who love me, who care for me. And I know that we'll continue to have those loving relationships and friendships for the rest of our lives. Last one, number eight, kind of related to number seven have a support group and friends who will not just encourage you, but be real and straight up with you. You know, none that just say that will agree with you on what you want to do and will just say, yes, go, 
just follow your heart book that one-way ticket which by the way following your heart is a recipe for disaster i know that's what entertainment and culture tells us to do is that we should follow our heart but it will lead to destruction more so but anyways do you have friends that could actually say you know what if god actually has a whole plan and purpose for you here and you just don't realize it yet he has a plan for you but you're only so focused on the first sentence that he's shown you and you don't like the whole story already you're scrapping out the entire story without even getting to the beautiful perfect ending that he has planned for you and of course that's opposite of what we want to hear so it's gonna sing it's gonna be painful but when we're actually open to the different perspectives and angles that they're giving us in a loving way i'm sure it could completely change the way we look at it look at our our current season and eventually change the trajectory of our whole entire lives you know god is with you every step of the way and that includes every season along the way every season he has a plan every season he has a purpose And these include both the good and the hard seasons. And I want to leave you with Romans 8.28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. So if you love him and truly love him, he's going to work all these situations, all these seasons out for your good. So how are we going to make the most out of the season we're in today? So if this helped or encouraged you today, even if you took one thing out of it, please rate and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, Apparently that's how the algorithm on podcasts work. So I'd love it if you leave a review and rate it. And I will catch y'all next week. Let's get radiant from the inside out.